Welcome to Wide Open Throttle Podcast. We're back for episode number seven. Um, now, I'm here on the microphone with Jake on the phone. I'm here on the phone. G'day. G'day. I'm back. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well. Yeah, good. Rested. Rested, good. yeah. A nice uh, <laughs> bit of sunshine about today. It was not bad. Yeah. In lockdown still, as we uh, keep saying every single week, it feels like Groundhog Day, but you know what? If we've got to go through it, so do you. Exactly. <laughs> and... Extra freedoms of having another hour of curfew. So instead of being grounded at eight o'clock, we are now allowed to roam the streets till nine o'clock p.m. Yeah, but did you see someone wants to take Daniel Andrews to court about that? I did see that. A lady, um, a business owner from Mornington, runs a restaurant and she wants to. So she's filed it in a court case. Yeah, today. So I don't know how that'll go, but I guess we'll find out. Apparently, it's getting some traction. So, so what do you get up to over the week? Um, yeah, so the good news playgrounds of. Uh, Opened as of Monday. So you can now uh, go on a uh, seesaw and a swing for yourself. You can do, do all that. Yeah, I love it. The swinging. <laughs> but then I took the little one down there the last few days, but it's packed like it is. Everyone's down there, so you have to be careful with the, the sanitizer and all that stuff. You yeah. hate for everyone to be down there and you pass around the, the, the Rona. So, yeah, but it was packed. I went there. We were there at about oh, close to 7 o'clock tonight, and it was pretty much dark. Cars have the headlights on, and it was still busy. It's still 8 to 10 people down there at the playground. So. But were people using the park anyway or not? No, people were staying off the frames and... No, people were good. They were they were good like that. They were walking you know, through the park, but everyone was staying off the um, equipment. Yeah, that's so. pretty good. People were listening. I guess no one, no one wants to get sick. No one wants to get sick. I suppose if, they, if someone was on the play equipment, they would have to reopen it. They couldn't just let it slide. <laughs> I got it that time, straight yeah, away. It's all swings and, swings and roundabouts. <laughs> Do you want one of these? Hang on. <laughs> that needs to be uh, That's going to go up a bit. There we go. We can hear it now. Gee, that's not bad for so early in the in the show too. Minutes. You're throwing a couple of puns in there straight away. A couple of little couple jokes. Yeah, why not? Slide okay. a few in early. Oh, good on you. Oh, I tried. That's about as good as I get. They <laughs> <laughs> uh, get off the grass. But yeah. um, what else have they up to? I've been going for walks every day just to get out of the house. You don't want to stay in the house 24-7. And uh, I even got a permit from the government during the week to go into work uh, to start all the cars in the showroom to charge the batteries. How long did that take you? <laughs> oh, I was there for a few hours. <laughs> I, yeah, I hope you opened all the doors. Yeah, well, all the cars, all the modern cars now are pretty um, good on the emissions. But even so, running about probably... I don't know, seven or eight of them at once. Even when the doors open, I was you know, can get a bit lightheaded. I was like, right. yeah, burn your eyes. Yeah, no, definitely. You feel a little bit um, the head spin as well. So then I thought it was the best, <laughs> a bit woozy. Best idea. Lucky <laughs> I didn't run them all at once. I mean, yeah, there was only one diesel model uh, running. All the rest were petrol. You would have been there all alone. Yes, I was. I'd enjoy was that. Good. I got Uber Eats. I had lunch there, at a little cafe section. Had a coffee. It was just a good uh, bit of time out to get out of the house after being locked in. I think How many I, weeks is it now? Five, six? No, nah, more than that. Count. We're going to be seven weeks in well, now, I think. Seven weeks in and probably another seven at least to go. Oh, God. I tell you what. I, I don't know if they'll open up early, but, yeah, who knows? No, I don't think so. It's dragging on. I'd like to get back to work so, like too. everyone else, but uh, we'll see how we go. We'd love to get back there. So um, you got any good topics to talk about today? 
Yeah, just having a look at some of the news. Uh, Volkswagen has um, come out with this concept for a, a junior or a baby Amarok Ute. This looks pretty cool. It's based on the Golf uh, platform, and they're calling it the Golf All Truck. So have a look at that. I'll pop that on the Instagram. I'm not really a fan of you know things like the Rangers and the Navaras and all that stuff, but it's really popular here, of course. Uh, but this thing actually looks not bad, and it probably drives more car-like than the um, you know like a cab chassis kind of thing. But it looks good, dual cab. Um, probably practical with the, the Ute bit in the back. Uh, it's on the platform of the all-track wagon, so it's probably it's capable all-wheel drive. And the thing is, they want to market it um, at more affordable than an Amarok, so. Uh, they're aiming around the, the mid thirties mark drive away here in, in Oz, which is not a bad pricing if it, if they do come out to for that kind of uh, price range. What what does that remind you of? It's kind of a bit like the uh, the Proton Jumbuck. Jumbuck, hopefully better than one of those things. I mean, that's kind of what it reminds me of. Like a car based Ute, um, maybe yeah. a Subaru Brumby, like a, a Brumby. New- yes, they do mention Brumby in the uh, article. Okay, <laughs> uh, it'd be good. I mean, there's a market there for it. People have asked for the Brumby to come back a long time ago. Yeah. Did they? Yeah, yeah. Didn't but, they, only, they only came in silver, didn't they, the Brumby? Oh, I can't remember. I thought I no? saw – didn't they have white ones, didn't they? Hey, wait, wait, what know, are you I'll joking about there? Is that Hi-Ho Silver? No, Silver Brumby. I think it was a movie. But yeah. <laughs> I knew it was like a cowboy or a horse. Uh, once I started going, oh, no, no, they came in white. <laughs> uh, you idiot. So, yeah, they, they should be um, – they're doing a case study on it at the moment to see if it's um, viable. Um, but um, yeah, if if it is, they should fly up next year. So a few people doing that. Hyundai is looking into doing that at the moment as well, and um, to bring in like a Ute, like a dual cab Ute kind of um, vehicle to the market. No, I think it makes sense if there's a market there for it. Like um, yeah. you know, Utes, uh, double cab Utes, and they've all gotten a lot bigger over the years. So I think yeah. uh, why not? But uh, you know, what what's he going to price that? He's going to price it somewhere around mid forties. You know, so you could probably buy a lot a lot more bigger Utes for that money. Yeah, I remember saying mid mid thirties for this one. Mid thirties, yeah. Plus on yeah, roads but, and plus everything else. Yeah, I suppose. Otherwise, you, you can't have it too close to the other one because I'd be between a rock and a hard place. <laughs> I mean, you can buy a um, like a workmate Toyota Hilux, you know, if you really wanted to uh, for in the twenties yeah. somewhere. Yeah, that's a thing though. Like you drive those kind of things. Like I've driven the new Colorado and stuff. Not for me anyway. No, a bit too I mean, commercial. The Raptor, the Raptor you know? probably wasn't bad. That wasn't a bad drive. That, that that surprised me, like the way it drove and the way the comfort level. But all the other dual cab dudes, they drive like a dual cab dude. So, well, that um, that yeah. Hummer EV that we were talking about last week or the week before, that's coming out in a Ute first, so like a double cab Ute. Okay, they'll do yeah. the wagon as well, but that was the first. Yeah. Uh, sort of body shape they're going to release. Uh, and in, in talking about that, um, they're going to be releasing that on the 20th of October. You can go online and uh, they've got a few uh, teaser videos and pictures. And there was a tweet uh, the other day, and have you seen this bit? It's um, They released a picture of a Hummer, just a wheels, driving on a beach, and it's got a crab walking past, and then all four wheels turn the same direction. It kind of crabs across. Huh. So it's like a crab oh, mode. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Be good to see what they do with that and how well it works. Yeah. The old Hummer on the beach. Delete that bit. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> oh shit! What else have we got? Can't Have you seen? Um, probably good for people that are stuck at home at the moment and, and are quite wealthy because uh, you can't really drive anywhere. You can buy the Aston Martin have released 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 the uh, the racing sim. Oh, I saw That's this. I've got a bit. Yeah, I've got that marked down as well. The carbon fiber oh, one. Have you? 
Yeah, yeah. So I didn't do too much research on it, but a hundred grand. Yeah, sixty-nine thousand pound uh, UK. So definitely over a hundred k here. Um, yeah. What else do you know about it? Did you, did you look into it? Oh, not much. Just that it was carbon fiber, and it gave you like the seating position of a of an Aston. It does look cool, but geez, that is expensive. Yeah, look, it was based on the Aston Martin Valkyrie for styling. Um, so that being like a two and a half million dollar limited edition uh, sort of supercar. Um, but yeah. they're only making one hundred and fifty. Going to be full carbon fiber monocoque. And uh, yeah, built by a company called um, Curve Racing Simulators. I think it'd be right, but I mean, who's gonna buy one? Who you gotta have a lot of coin for that? A lot of coin if you had the coin and you're stuck at home, there you go. It's used as a 49 inch Samsung LED. Maybe I could probably afford that part, the Samsung, and then the rest (laughs) will leave leave that out. I mean, sim racing is pretty pricey anyway. Um, it's not you know, you can quite regularly get a uh, get a racing sim for sort of 20 30 grand. Okay, sorry, yeah. yeah, you can get them so cheaper, why, but you've got to spend a bit of money to get something half decent. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I'd like to have a go and see what the um, experience is like compared to the real deal. Yeah, well, we have to do that competition. You, you know, you on a racetrack and myself in a um, a racing simulator. I think once well, we get a hold of one, that'll be definitely one to do. That's not bad. Let's yeah, see if I can beat you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see what Nissan 400Z tomorrow morning, 10.30 Australian time? Uh, tomorrow so morning for the... Yeah, so okay. Wednesday morning, uh, what's that, the 16th of September. By the time this comes out, you would, it would have already, you know, sort of come out. It would be yeah. alive. But, yeah, the 400Z Proto unveils tomorrow on YouTube. That's pretty cool. Nissan. So that would be good to have a look at. I'd like to see it. One of the coolest thing I've seen at the moment is um, a thing called SkyDrive. Have you heard of that? It sounds like a, so, uh, a Mazda thing. You're not Sky Active. It does seem like a Mazda <laughs> thing, or something you find on Microsoft, you know, SkyDrive for Microsoft. Um, I have to look into it because I thought, you know, is this legit or is this a hoax? Uh, but SkyDrive is a Japanese company. Um, so the guy's name is uh, Tomohiro Fukuzawa. I hope I've got that right. But he's a former engineer at uh, Toyota Motor Company, and he started this one, SkyDrive, and um, he wants to get operational within three years, so 2023. And it's basically a flying car, so it's like you know, the Jetsons, I guess. But yeah, I mean, like a drone that you can sit in. It is exactly like a drone you can sit in. And the thing is, look, there's about a hundred other companies trying to do it, like Airbus and this, that, and the other. But the difference with the, the SkyDrive is it's um, the world's smallest flying car, so it's meant to fit the normal car spot. Like he doesn't want it to be big because he said, "What's the point of a big one? Um, you might as well just get a helicopter or, or whatnot." <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> <It's>, um, <laughs> so <laughs> being Japanese, <laughs> can I say that? Yeah. Well, you do. You know, one big one. You know, one big one. No, he wants uh, so world's smallest flying car. It looks so cool. It's like a uh, instead of VTEC, it's a VTOL, vertical takeoff and landing. Yeah, VTOL. So it's like a lot of um, VTOL. It, yeah, not VTEC, mate. Uh, like a Harrier jump jet. Yeah, it just means VTOL. vertical takeoff. That's right. So it's E. It's all electric too, by the way. So there's no fumes, no pollution. This is electric. Um, but um, yeah, having the government backing and the Japanese government want to um, push this legislation to as early as 2023 to get this thing up and running, um, but it'll first just be a one-seater. So it'll have a pilot in there um, who can man the craft, but it's basically like a taxi service he's launching first. So you can pretty much get anywhere in Japan um, you know, in half the time you could um, usually. So... It looks pretty cool, the idea, but I'll put some of that on our Instagram and our website. Um, Have you ever flown a drone? 
yeah, it wasn't very good at it. No, I don't think anyone's good. <laughs> I built one. No. It took me about, I reckon it took me two days to build one out of carbon fibre and soldering uh, all the electronics. I took it out for one yeah. flight and <laughs> straight towards the lamppost. <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> no, nah, so hit the lamppost and, yeah, just buggered it right oh, up. Well, at least you got pole position. <laughs> it's still in that same you – know, I've had that now for, what, probably three years, and it's still broken. I haven't been bothered. Do you reckon it'd be like that really? when you get these as a car? You, you'll break it once, you'll be like, yeah, <laughs> put it away. I had a remote – I had a remote uh, – I'll um, go off the track, but I had a remote control plane once I got for my birthday. So Kelly got me for my birthday, and we took it down to the field to have a go. It was called a Super Cub. And um, just read the instructions, you know. Well, I said, I'm not reading the instructions, but it can't be that hard. Just uh, thrust and steering, and let's have a look. Uh, took off straight away and straight into the, the tree because the field wasn't very big where we went and demolished the thing within about a minute. I thought it was going to be so a was, How Am I Still Alive by Jake. Well, pretty much. So, this is a bit different. <laughs> so, the, this super cub plane is in the tree. It's ruined. We can't get to it. It's on my birthday. So, I was really upset before we go out for lunch. She's yelling at me. I'm yelling at her. Should have read the instructions, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, go home that night. We're in bed. I don't know. It's 12 a.m. It's 1 in the morning, whatnot. The TV in the house comes on and the stereo, full blast. We think someone's in the house. And it was the instructional video, CD, DVD for the Super Cub LP plane in American accent. So in the middle of the night, it just came on by itself. The TV's blasting. Oh, how to fly your Super Cub LP, blah, blah, blah. I thought, this is ridiculous. This is before kids. So it's just us two in the house. And this instructional video has come on that night in the house in the middle of the night and scared the absolute hell out of us. Did you send Kelly down there to uh, sort it out and you stay in the bedroom? Oh, this was only a small unit back then. But yeah, we went out there, turned it all <laughs> off. But you have to turn on the amplifier and you have to turn on the TV both separately. It's so bit... who knows how this came on. It's so creepy. It was very It'd be creepy. creepy. I'd be scared. I would have sent my missus out there. Someone's having a lens. Someone's having a uh, a laugh on the other side, but yeah, true story. <laughs> so, is it still up in a tree? Um, probably somewhere in Baxter, the Baxter <laughs> Primary School. It's, it's there. If you want a cheap plane, <laughs> if you can get it down, you can have it. This is probably fifteen years ago. That's pretty funny. The time, yeah, this guy, Sky Drive. It's um, it sounds pretty cool. So, sky is not the limit. So, you're in Japan and you see something on the skyline, but it's a drone. And if you're on the ground and see something, it's a skyline. And what if it falls? It'd be it'd be Skyfall, like James Bond. <laughs> yeah, 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 true. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't like flying myself. I can't see myself getting one of these air taxis if it becomes the new norm. No, I mean um, you can't go near them. Those propellers are just going to get uh, <laughs> going to chop people's knees off. Yeah, they've got big shields around them. Like there's four of them. And there's quite a big shield around it. He said, you know, he's worried about safety and whatnot. But um, one day, one day, we'll, yeah, it'll be there. It'll get there, and uh, we will be it'll flying. It will get there. Yeah, correct. We'll be yeah, flying away. It's not. Yeah, this is not meant to be fast. It's not meant to be like it'll, it'll fly around a hundred kilometers, uh, about a hundred k's an hour with a limited range. So it's just good to get from A to B around town without the congestion. So it's mainly going to be big in Southeast Asia and stuff where there's a lot of traffic. You can just jump in one of these. He said the pricing will be good to hire it out. Um, someone pilots it for you. He said by 2050, they want the technology to be that advanced that you can go anywhere in Japan within 10 minutes in one of these things. Uh, it'll be good to follow. Good to see how it goes. It looks pretty cool. Like all the um, all the steps that he's taken. What's the guy's name uh, again? It looks pretty switched on. Tomohiro. Could be short for tomorrow's hero, couldn't it, if it takes <laughs> off? But yeah, Tomohiro Tokozawa. From Toyota. Ex-Toyota employee, yeah. World's smallest flying car. 
Um, all right, so where are we up to now? Okay, so the website is coming along nicely. Um, I've been working on it for the last few days, uh, just trying to put a few things in there, a couple of reviews, and we're kind of going to – I don't know, did you get a chance to look at it? I did, yes. Yeah, it looks quite good. Just trying to play with something, trying to make it like a bit of a blog. So, you know, what, if you listen to a podcast <laughs> – I said blog, not flog. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> trying to um, – yeah, so basically – after you've listened to a podcast, you can go and have a little read through and maybe have a conversation about uh, some of the topics that we talk about. So, you know, keep an eye on that. That'll be uh, live soon. We'll put more content in as, as we go. Yeah, as we go. Every week uh, that we do a podcast, we'll put a couple of articles up there. Uh, did you watch okay. Formula One on a weekend? Uh, no, I didn't, but I heard that Ricardo was coming up to fourth position. Yeah, we were, quite good. we were hoping for a podium finish on it, uh, and he was in third for a little yeah. while, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, the guy behind him was, uh, you know, just within the one-second gap and he took DRS around him. Oh, okay, yeah. So, but it was quite a few crashes in there. Like on the first lap, um, it had to stop it because they had to move all the cars off the track. So then when they started back up again, they crashed again on the straight yeah. uh, immediately. <laughs> and then the fi- the race finally got into it, you know, and it wasn't till probably the, you know, the 39th lap that they um, again one of the cars went off really fast on a fast corner. He got a punch and it just sort of spun it out and it had oh, to move yeah. that car. So they closed it down again, red flagged them, and then had to start it again. But uh, yeah. no, no, good good race, exciting race. That's pretty cool. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be a bit more interesting than the old, uh, let's go from start to finish and no, no one passes and nothing happens. It's a bit boring. Yeah, and it, it was close between Bottas and uh, Hamilton. He was, uh, he was definitely oh. trying to get... Um, ahead of Hamilton this time. And, and what he said was, he said, I, whatever ties he put on Hamilton in the next pit stop, he goes, I want to be on the opposite. He wanted to have a bit of a competition or make it a bit more competitive between them um, rather than both yeah. put the same tyres on. But then um, he went in first and put on a hard compound and then Hamilton yeah. went yeah. in after and guess what? <laughs> he put on a hard compound as well. <laughs> so that uh, strategy only works if you go in after, not first. Yeah, that's it. But no, that was an exciting uh, race. I thought it was uh, pretty good. Have fun watching it. Stayed up late. Yeah, past my bedtime. God, I can't sleep till like four thirty in the morning at the moment. I think uh, even last really? night was four thirty. Yeah, and I've got to go to work tomorrow, mm-hmm. so I've got to be up early. Okay. So you're heading into work. You're doing a click and click. Yeah, got a couple of deliveries going out tomorrow, so got to make sure they're ready for someone to come and pick up. That's alright. Unless you get get out of the house. Yeah, look, I'm I'm not meant to be there till in the afternoon, but I'll go in early. Yeah, make sure everything's yeah. ready. Make sure the cars are spot on before um you know before the customer well and truly gets there. Well, they come down, yeah. Mm. Have you seen anything interesting on the car sales this week? <laughs> I have. I love it. Um. All right. Where do we start? Where do we start? All right. Um. All right. Let's go. Um. One one car that uh, stood out to me was a 1993 Le Mans Blue Jaguar, um, an XJ220. Uh, it's the first one I've oh, seen okay. advertised. It was it's seven hundred ninety nine thousand um, wow. plus on road. Oh, so really? yeah, does that? I mean, they only made two hundred and seventy cars, and this is a right hand drive as well. Car. Yeah, factory right hand drive. Factory right hand drive in blue. Um, it's only done about seven and a half thousand miles. Oh yeah. Uh, it was uh, originally uh, released, or that car was originally bought in UK. So it was a right hand drive. Oh, dude, that's an awesome looking car for a ninety three. Yeah, ninety three model. Yeah, I loved it because I grew up, of course, in Coventry City. In, you know, as a kid, yeah, up until yeah. I was fifteen, I left. I left England uh, in nineteen ninety three when that car was made. In fact, that was made in June. I left in June. So the car scared you off, didn't it? Yeah, we left. We didn't like them. <laughs> no, I loved that car because it was a locally made supercar. Did you 
Yeah, it was cool. So it was a supercar, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it was. Originally, they were going to put a 12-cylinder in there and make it all-wheel drive. Um, when it was first released at the BM, was it Birmingham NEC? But then when the car came out, it came out in a 3.5-litre twin-turbo V6 in a rear-wheel drive. It's so, a pretty radical-looking car. It's yeah. a radical car. Oh, look, in its time too, like um, it, it, it just looked amazing. I had a, a British that racing cool green model. model. Um, I always had one on my on my cupboard growing up. Jeez, that's a cool car. Yeah, I can see that. But if you don't yeah, have $800,000, um, I found another couple of cars you could choose. <laughs> yeah. yeah I don't, sorry, I don't have $800,000. You don't? All right. Well, let's go to no, the uh, second best. Uh, we've got a 1990 F40 replica built off a 86 oh, okay. Pontiac Viero. That's $28,000. Oh, not too bad. I've got to be honest. It doesn't look too bad, but you know it's not real. Um, <laughs> and if you can't quite afford twenty-eight and a half grand, um, there's oh, a Pontiac two- Fiero. Yeah, the American Pontiac Fiero. Um, yeah, I know, it's quite I know a common uh, car to yeah. do a um, a replica build on. <laughs> it's better than that um, three five six you had the other week on the Mitsubishi. Oh, there's a few of those because I went into keywords and I did key I did a keyword search for replica. And it brought up about oh, eight, really? yeah, it brought up about eighty cars, <laughs> and there's quite a few uh, three, good. five, six um, replicas, and the one you know our favourite one that we saw last week built off the Mitsubishi FTO that was on there still. Yeah, no one's bought it yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not surprised. Um, but no, there's a couple of nice looking ones on there as replicas. One was about eighty grand. Um, yeah, yeah. But then the, the other car, if you can't quite afford the uh, the F40 replica for twenty eight grand, we've got the two thousand one. F430 replica for nineteen thousand seven hundred. Um, That's very cheap. That's now, if you bad. can, if you could want to do me a favour, just jump into um, car sales. Can you bring that up? Oh yeah, I'm always on there. So okay, so into keywords, just put Ferrari replica, and I think there's only yeah. one car that will show up, and it'll be the one I'm talking about, the F430. And don't go off the first picture. F430, is it? Yes. Don't mind the F430. Good, good shaped car. Great looking car. Nineteen thousand seven hundred. The first picture is the actual picture of an F four thirty. It is an actual picture. It's not even <laughs> the replica. So if you go from from there, I was like, oh, that kind of looks alright for nineteen thousand seven hundred. And of course, always going to be built on a uh, Toyota MR two. Go to the next pictures. Okay, I'm too scared to click here. <laughs> it's not too bad, but yeah, it's not too bad. But have a look around the windscreen. Oh my god. <laughs> Look at the wheels. The wheels are so far in from yeah, the body. It looks like a UFO when you haven't put the wide wheels on it. They kind of. <laughs> oh, you, can def- um, you can definitely see it's not real around the front the front windscreen. Yeah, that's terrible. And look at the. Um, there's a Macan behind them in the driveway. Yeah, I saw the driveway picture with a Macan uh, behind it. And it's in Dandenong, nice and local. I might go and have a look. It might be my 5K limit. It could be in your, in your area. That's a good reason to have a look. 19 grand. In saying that, he said the body kit. Uh, or the the body that you bought from UK costs twenty grand to get it here. Uh, so if you are looking to get a replica, hey, I'm only saying, you know, but if you wanted to get one, uh, it's definitely uh, good value for money if you were going to buy one from UK. <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh. I'm really. <laughs> trying to be um, serious about it, but nah. That's woeful, mate. That is woeful. <laughs> Nineteen grand. You're going to be dreaming. Do you think anyone would be fooled? I mean, the first picture, I thought, ah, oh, hey, this looks good. Yeah, yeah. But it was a real picture of a. <laughs> I love the advert though. A legendary Italian supercar will also benefiting from a Toyota, yeah, Toyota reliability. <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> oh, and cheap insurance too. Cheap insurance. I tell you what, I saw one of the best ads I've seen on um, car sales. Do me a favor, go into, yes. go back to the main one, uh, keyword car sales search. Yeah, unicorn. There's eight cars. Unicorn. Unicorn. 
Unicorn. Oh, someone reckons they have a rare beast. Do yeah, they? yeah, and, and this will this will take me back a couple of years. Remember that saying? I know what I've got. Don't lowball me. I know what I've got. <laughs> oh, an infinity. An infinity is there. Yeah, the M35 hybrid. Go have, have a look at M35H, the GT Premium. Have a look at that one. Have a look at the length this guy went to in his description, in the photos. He's put little key points in the photos too. So this is a 2013 Infiniti uh, hybrid. Not a bad car, if you know your cars. They are a bad car. Uh, not a bad car, sorry. They were one of the quickest hybrids in the world until yeah. the Panamera hybrid came out. Yep, 268 kilowatts. That's not bad. 13.9 second quarter mile. So he's done his homework here. I mean, this guy's written quite a lot. He's taken his time. He doesn't really want to sell it. He said, what is the first couple of lines? Oh, I can't see You've got too much info on here. <laughs> if you're looking at my ads, then you are the top 2% of Australians that either know a lot about cars or know how to use a search engine. Congratulations. (laughs) I'm not motivated to sell. He's not motivated to sell. No, he doesn't really want to sell it. He just wants to show you what he's got. He's got one of 20 that were sold. Yeah, he's he's clutching at straws here. (laughs) Collectible collectible value. And then if you look for the photos, have a look how you put little key points in the photos pointing to different areas. Exactly. Voila, Japanese copy of a Maserati Ghibli. Design language is a... Exactly the same. Oh, exactly, yeah. Don't worry about Infinity leaving Australia. Please be assured. In saying that, what car came first, the Ghibli or the M35? I think the M35 came first. I think so, yeah. Maybe Maserati copied uh, Infinity. Bonus point. It only cost 30% of Toyota hybrid battery to replace this one. Yeah, he put a quote. Um, he he he, uh, he took a photo of a pro, of a quote and he put it yeah. he put it in the uh, in the ad too. But I'm a bit worried about that cost of battery. I remember they used to cost a lot more than the price he put there. Well, he put twenty four hundred. Yeah, I remember. I we got a quote for about thirteen grand. So I don't know how. It only says sub assembly too. It doesn't tell you battery. So it says battery sub assembly. That to me sounds like the frame to hold it. I could be wrong. If Infinity know how to advertise their car, you will not get this bargain. He's probably right. They did a woeful go on marketing. They could have done a lot better here than they did. Yeah, they got caned. I've said it before. They got caned by uh, journalists. They they didn't get an easy oh, time. The journalist, every, every review I read, they got an absolute bagging. Yeah, I, the, I didn't mind the car. I didn't mind their cars. I think there was only one car they ever put a good, um, and it was okay. It wasn't even the best, but it was a Q60 Red Sport, only because it had oh, power. Okay. You yeah. know, two two ninety eight yeah. kilowatts. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I think nearly every every um, review I ever read on an Infinity just got a caning. Yeah. So they were given no, little, no opportunity. Little comments on every photo he's put. He's like Photoshop comments into the photos. Yeah, I love it. Uh, look at the work. This guy should he's work done, in a dealer. He should work in a dealer, man. He's done a lot. For someone who doesn't want to sell his car, he's done to a lot of effort. <laughs> for someone yeah. who's not motivated as hell, looks extremely motivated to me. We need to get him to write us a review. Man, he looks more motivated than a lot of people in the dealership. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, does he want a job? Do you want a job, man? <laughs> Who is it? Han. That's Han in New South Wales. Han's done a good job. So what, what about car sales for yourself? Did you find anything wonder, decent on there? Do you reckon Han wrote the ad himself? Yeah. So he hasn't had help on the ad? Do you reckon Han's gone solo? I reckon he's gone solo. <laughs> Not <at> Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, the ad I've seen, I saw an ad, and as an AMG, an old AMG enthusiast, sounds a bit wanky, but um, I was actually angry when I saw this ad, but I'll share it with you. Um, if you have a look, Mercedes-Benz S-Class, S55. So this was a car I mentioned back a couple of episodes ago that I got to take out when I was an apprentice, and we were lighting up the tyres down North Road. 
Uh, so some, they're, they're pretty rare as hence these things. So here's a dealership in Melbourne um, advertising this S55 AMG. You look at the photos, it's not an S55 AMG at all. It's, it's fake, mate. Has it got a body kit? It's got a bit of a body kit. And the giveaway is, and people always make this mistake, if the car's been hit up the back or if it changed the badges, they put the badges back in the incorrect spot. So where it says S55 and AMG on the boot are a lot lower down than you'd get at the factory. So, okay, maybe they've replaced the badge over the years or whatnot. So you keep clicking through the photos. Yep, click, click, click. Oh, the interior doesn't really look like an AMG interior. It looks fairly standard, but you know, it still could be the car. They've got a shot under the bonnet. It's a standard Mercedes-Benz 5-litre V8 because, of course, the S55 is a supercharged yes. AMG motor. There's no supercharger here, but they've got an AMG badge stuck onto the engine cover. And even in the description, it says 5.4 supercharged, but there's no supercharger here. What is it? An S500? Just the old, dirty old S500 with 240,000 Ks on it, and they're asking 25 grand. Like they are dreaming. Do you think they got jibbed? They don't realise what, <laughs> what it's maybe meant Maybe they got jibbed. Maybe, maybe someone traded it in there and they got jibbed. It wouldn't be the first time I've seen it. I remember when the uh, – <laughs> I still remember this now. It was the funniest thing. When I worked at Toyota, there was a guy that rocked up out the front in a purple um, – what was it? It was a Falcon. Remember when the, the Falcon had – oh, what model was it with the turbo badge on it? Was it oh, XR6 Turbo? It was an XR6, and he he um he tried to trade it in or do a direct purchase. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he put the Turbo badge on the back, and he went through the whole thing saying, yeah, yeah, it's a Turbo, it's a Turbo. The valuer took one look at it. He opened the bonnet, and he goes, it's not a Turbo, mate. <laughs> 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 but it had gone so far, like the guy could, you know, he'd, yeah. he'd already told everyone it was a Turbo and it was quick, and he thought they were that stupid. They weren't going to lift the bonnet up. Oh, geez. I remember one of it, uh, one of the colleagues did get caught once. Uh, it was a VZ Commodore SS, but it had all the body kit on and HSV badges. So he valued it as a HSV club sport. It was just a regular SS. So, of course, the regular SS has an LS series engine, and the uh, club sport had the um, LS2 at the time. It was a totally different well, a different enough engine anyway. So uh, remember he traded it in, popped the bonus. Well, it's just a standard 5.7. LS, it's not a six liter. So uh, I think they were lucky they wholesaled it off, and I don't. I think they might have broke even. But uh, I remember there was a lesson learned there. When I was growing up, I was uh, what, probably about 19. A friend of mine lived around the corner, and his dad worked for Holden uh, down in Dalton, yeah. and he was one of the big bosses down there, and they'd all drive like the, the latest um, Commodores. You know, like it, I think at the time it was a VT or a VY, no, VT or VX um, SS Commodore, and yeah, uh, yeah. he's brought it home for the first time, and as he kind of get into your local area, he's given it a bit of a burn, so he's floored it as he's done a U-turn. Um, yeah. <laughs> he's got off the road and into a big ditch. And it was like the first time the car had been out on the road, and uh, yeah, that was the funniest thing. But yeah, it's been no, a it's embarrassing. <laughs> I, love, I love little stories like that. Yeah, it's cool. I can't believe these folks meant badge engineering. The thing might not even be an S500, it could be a dirty old S430 because that engine looks the same as the S500. So some poor sucker's going to buy this thinking they've got a Eclectus Classic, you know, 380 odd kilowatts of action. It could be a 205 kilowatt 430 or a 225 kilowatt 500. He definitely wouldn't stand up in court if you uh, if you bought a car like that uh, advertising correctly, and then later on you find out it's the wrong car. I mean, you're probably in a great spot to get a refund. I think so. Well, even the brake calipers, the standard black Benz brake caliper with the S55 have the big silver, huge uh, calipers on them. So, yeah, I just can't believe 
that people will do that kind of thing these days, unless they don't know. Knowingly, themselves. yeah, sure no, they, know. They, yeah they, would know. they would know. Knowingly, advertise the wrong Very car. rare car. <laughs> yeah, very rare and very remarkable automobile. I like the way you call it automobile. Uh, yeah, that's what they put. Not a car. And, well, not a car. It's a, it's, a, it's, it's a limo. It's an automobile. It's not the CLS I've got. It's an automobile. <laughs> so they're right there. That's one thing they've got right. Are we going to yeah, go? Our prices are firm. Are we going to talk about the colour of your car again? Are we allowed to do that? <laughs> I mean, we seem to do it every podcast. Let's just put it in again. You have a mocha black. <laughs> it's Designio mocha black. That's right. I forget the the Designio bit. Designio. I was cleaning out, cleaning out the rooms um, to make um, a room for the new baby coming in uh, Boxing Day. I found a booklet from when I worked at Ben's years ago. A whole book on Designio trims and colours for that for that car. That's pretty cool. But lucky I kept it all those years. How long are you going to hold on to this car for? I'm not sure. <laughs> I love the car, but I'm always looking on car sales. Yeah, but you bought it retail. Remember that? I did buy it retail because I, I jumped at it. So. <laughs> I'm only teasing, mate. <laughs> we'll see. There's a, there's a real S55 on here that I like. 37 grand, 143Ks on it, black on black, S55. Looks immaculate, supercharged. I could see myself in that thing. 4.8 naught to 100. The real deal. With the I'd keep your own car, mate. You've got a good car. No All point right. changing right. it over. We've only had it for yeah, a month. Two months, <laughs> two months, maybe three. I haven't driven it yet. Lockdown. It's brand new. Hardly driven the thing. That's <laughs> only done. It hasn't even barely ticked over 70 k that car. You could write that in the uh, car sales ad. Bought it, hardly <laughs> yeah. driven. I think a lot of people are doing that. Okay, so in car sales, did you see anything else? Um, no, I was too angry about this fake S55. You, oh, you got angry. You stopped looking. I said, no, that's bloody Travis. You're right there. No, I did see a car, a good value, but it sounds a bit too good to be true. Uh, Toyota Avalon, roadworthy, three-month rego, $1,500, and it looks clean. What, what Avalon? Where what year? Car, where do you get a car these days with reg and roadworthy? It's a clean car, and they're a good, solid car, the Avalon. And a great drive. Uh, they, they, um, they were so bucks. smooth. That's probably one of the most underrated cars I've had. I bought one once because it was just cheap. $600 trading, Avalon, and um, that was a bloody comfortable car. Everything worked, freezing cold air con, uh, drove that round for a bit. Um, cleaned it up, sold it for a couple of grand, and this um, this dude bought it. This uh, a nurse from a hospital in Melbourne. He loved the car that much. Months later, he was sending me pictures of the car, saying, "Oh, well, I'm looking after the car. How long? You know, I'm taking care of it. I'm washing the car." And he's sending me pictures. Well, hi, thanks, mate. Glad to see you loving the car. <laughs> this is just a private sale. This is not that work. That was quite funny. Did you have a long drive in it? Avalon, I didn't because I only had it for a few months as usual. You didn't have time back. to have a long drive in it. No, I didn't. I should have kept that car. I said to Kelly, oh, look at this one, 1500 bucks. You don't need another car. I said, yeah, but it's cheap. Where is it? Avalon. Here we go. Uh, it's a 2000 model and it's the, Ariana, it's the Ariana model as well, the Grande. The Grande, top of the range. The and Grande. It was, uh, that's pre facelift. Pre-facelift, so it's better looking. So the Grande, you've got alloys. Do you reckon it's better looking? I always like the, better, the, uh, the lights. On the, on the newer one, that little teardrop oh, no, light on the front. Oh, no, they're <laughs> hideous, those teardrop ones. <laughs> this has got double-gin radio plus an equaliser, leather trim, dual airbags, you know, leather seats, electric front seats and mirrors, electric windows, electric sunroof. They were thirsty. And, and, he, and here's the best thing, ashtrays in the front and the rear. <laughs> then with the days. Multiple ashtrays. <laughs> cigarette lighters. You can purchase without a face-to-face meet, or you can pay before buying, PayPal or bank transfer. Um, but he says only contact me by email. So it sounds a little yeah, bit that's dodgy, man. Well, so hey, wait, one second. How much is it? Fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred. You can buy it without going to look at it. 
yeah. transfer him the money and he'll what? What will he? <laughs> but you can't talk to him on yeah, the this phone. Sounds dodgy. Yeah, this no. One's... Contact me by email only. Um, yeah, pay before buying. PayPal or bank transfer. No, transfer. I would not be doing that. No, well, I'm not doing. That. No, let's <laughs> steer away from that. Jack, Jack, <laughs> Jack, out in the airport. Where's he live? Airport West. Yeah, Jack. <laughs> He's fucking lost, mate. That guy. Maybe his real name's Car Jack. I don't know. <laughs> It's probably not even his car. He just takes a photo. There's only three photos, by the way. Um, take a photo of someone's car cheap and gets the money. You know what you do? You take a photo of it, um, reverse image search on Google and see if it shows up somewhere else. That's true. I heard there was a scam years ago, people doing that for like high-end cars, or like, you know, a C63 or yeah, something. Yeah, and they'll put it on a truck and send it to your type thing. No, and you go to meet them at the front of their house, but it's not their car or anything, and they put it as a cheap price, so you pay the cash deposit, and then they and then they get back in their real car and drive off. You never see them again. Oh, you go... <laughs> You know what I mean? So if I yeah, see like a, it's like I've left my uh, my Lamborghini out the front of the house here, and uh, someone, yeah, someone comes along and stands there and sells it. Exactly, and then they go, and so someone else knocks on your door, and you go, "I've got no car for sale. I didn't take your money." It's pretty brazen to do that. It'd be hard to do. Yeah, they were doing it for a while, and they were advertising it, you know, ten, fifteen grand cheaper than retail. You meet them there, and you go, oh, you know, I haven't got the keys on me, or no test pilots, or whatever. You know. Give me exactly. a deposit if you I've want got. it. <laughs> I know what I have. And you take anything no, for the no money, one. wouldn't you? Like, it don't matter. All you want is a deposit because you take that money. Yeah, so you only want like $1,000. Yeah. Oh, yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah. But uh, someone goes, oh, it's advertised at 25 grand. And you go, oh, well, I'll give you 16 for it. You go, like, deal. Give me $1,000 now. Yeah, $1,000 now to hold it. And we don't and condone this. Of course not. No. <laughs> You'd have to be silly to get sucked in, but it was happening. Yeah, uh, there's always scammers out there. Scammers. Always scammers. It's like the ones that say they're on a um, on a navy ship and they need a car when they get back, so you can send them money by PayPal and blah blah. Yeah, that WX was like that. Remember, he was going overseas, and you know it's five grand. That car's gone now. Is it gone? Has it? I was going to say is that still online? No, nah, it's gone. I did look at it gone again. What? Yeah, yeah. So you have to find something else. What about an S fifty five replica? <laughs> <laughs> going at retail. I got a funny message from my friend the other day. He goes, "Oh, my dad's got Corona." I go, oh, that's no good. He sent me a picture. He bought like an eighty-five Toyota Corona. He bought one. He bought a Toyota Corona. Nice. Yeah. I love it. it was cla- so that's a classic. He goes, oh, "What personal plates can I get?" He was thinking about getting Rona twenty <laughs> or Rona nineteen. It's <laughs> <laughs> a personal plate. <laughs> I like the Rona uh, twenty. Bad. I said, "Get my," I said, "Just get my Rona, my Rona." Well, I had a customer not long ago uh, come to pick up his new car and uh, he had this idea of buying, and it's going to go now. If they're still available, someone will buy them after hearing it. Um, He was going to get the custom plates Job Keeper and Job Seeker. Oh, really? Yeah, so J-O-B-K-P-R, and they were available at the time. (laughs) So I thought that'd be pretty cool to drive around on Job Keeper (laughs) number plates. I might put them on the CLS. I wonder if they're still available. It was a cool car in here. It would be a good track car. What do you got? Pretty expensive, though. 2002 uh, 200 SX S15 Nissan. Cool car. Cool car. It's got the SR20 motor in it. Uh, how much power do you think that's putting down? Just a little SR20. Uh, it's a worked track car. Um, 420. Kilowatts. Yeah. It's putting out 506 kilowatts at the wheels. What? That's crazy. 678 rear wheel horsepower. I thought I was going on hard th- when I went 420. I know. <laughs> 30, on, on 32 PSI. That's crazy. 32. Oh, wow. That's like a powder keg waiting to go. Yeah, but he wants. How much do you think he wants for this uh, okay. 2002? 2002 S15, fully worked, fully sick. Um, fully worked. It looks it's, nice. It's all, it looks like stands on the outside. A big front mount cooler, big brakes, coilovers, yada, yada. 32. 32K on road. 
I'll probably have a crack at that for 32. Oh, really? You know, these things have gone up in price. Yeah, it's but how high. much have they gone up? What are they normally? They're normally anywhere around 20 to 25, aren't they? Oh, not now. They're all gone up to around 30 plus. Have they really? All right. Well, yeah. taking that in mind, up, <laughs> 45. Yeah. 75. What? He's trying to get every cent he's ever spent on that car back. Mate, he's absolutely dreaming. He's absolutely dreaming. I saw a um, an Evo, was it the 4 or the 5? Evo 4 Tommy Mackinnon for 80K. Yeah. Uh, that was a beautiful car for 80K now. I mean, a friend of mine sold his. I remember I told him, told him about that one not long ago. It wasn't a Tommy Mackinnon, uh, but it was an yeah. Evo 4. He sold it for 20 grand only about four or five years ago. Oh, really? But they've gone up through the roof, man. I think that's about all I've got for tonight. Yeah, me too. I'll have to cut the, the last bit of that down. The flying car seems pretty cool, though. The flying car is good. Fly- What's it called again? Sky Active? The Sky, sky Drive. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, I, I think I did see something about that a little while ago, not long ago. But uh, yeah, don't forget tomorrow, yeah. um, tomorrow morning, if you're interested, the uh, the the 400Z Nissan on YouTube. That's at 10:30 in the morning. So if you get a chance to watch it, do so. Yeah, that'd be good. So that's all we've got yeah. for for you this week. Um, we're done. Um, if you want to contact us, contact us on Wide Up and Throttle Podcast at gmail.com. Um, or if you want, go to our Instagram page. Which is wide open throttle podcast. So just Instagram of wide open throttle podcast. Have a look there. And how many pictures you got up there at the moment? It looks like you've been doing a bit of work on that one. I've been doing a bit of work on that one. Probably fifteen or so, but yes, a lot more to to go up. And we're building slowly, getting a few more people. Yeah, probably not three or four people in the last couple of days. And and a good thing I've noticed with the podcast too, there's a bit of a trend that when we post it on the Thursday, um, I've noticed we get quite a few listeners. I think our first day we got our most listeners on that one day, um, and then That's after right, that yeah. it becomes a steady sort of few a day. So which is good yeah. to see there's some regular listeners out there. All right, well look, we're done. I'll see you next week. Well, we'll see you next Thursday.